We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Hey, tonight um, I, I want to continue with, with the heart and the, the culture of who we are as a church. Uh, coming up in, in a couple of weeks is Miracle Offering. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can you think as a leadership, oh, we really need a campaign into this. And what happens is we, we end up leaning towards, and it's okay, it's a good thing, but we, we lean towards lifting up a spirit of generosity, which is, which is, which is great. We're supposed to live a generous life. Yeah, but, but the problem is, is that I mean, sometimes we just think generosity is just about our wallets. We miss the mark as a church if we teach you that generosity is just about your wallets. Generosity is an, encompasses your entire life. And so, um, you know, the greatest thing that we can do as a leadership to lead you into the miracle offering um, is, to, is to encourage you to live your life generous. Uh, there's a whole lot of teaching around that, which we could give you, but I'm not going to, I don't want to do that. But I want to just say, come on, as a culture of a church, we live our lives generous. And as, as a church, I talked about this this morning, and I'm not ashamed. I'm going to keep going again because I believe there's people here tonight. This is your first time hearing this. But as a church, we, we, we came, and uh, Desiree and I, see, God seems to use us in cycles. Um, we went to London. We were in London for five and a half years. And then we moved from London, and God asked us to move to Masterton. And we're in Masterton for about another five and a half years. And then God asked, to move, uh, asked us to move and come to Dunedin. And now we've been into Dunedin, in Dunedin now for just over six years. But um, we feel like a cycle has come to an end, but we're not moving. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, some of you, there's a mixed response, but that's right. <laughs> but, uh, but we really, we, we're excited about the cycle that God's taking us on. I think, I, I really do believe you, you, need, you all go through cycles. Every, every five or six, maybe six to seven years, you go through a cycle. You've got to learn how to, how to redo things. You've got to learn how to do things differently. But you hear, hear the Lord of the... You should, maybe some people need to change their Bibles every seven years. Just maybe you just have to buy a new one. Why? Because sometimes when you highlight something, the Lord speaks to you through that. But the Lord's been speaking to you through that scripture, the same revelation for seven years. But if you write to get a new Bible, he might speak to you a new revelation through the same scripture. And sometimes we always go back to the, that, that revelation that we get from that scripture. That God's got, but God's got so much more for you. And so as a church, I really believe we've gone through a cycle. As a church, when we got here, we, we built the, the church. We, we came in and we put some foundational values and, and vision in on who we are as a church. And, and people gravitated to that and they, they became foundational people and they, they helped lead people and help build the culture that we were wanting to build. And slowly we built more people into the wall. Stones were in the wall, more people. And, and the church has grown to what we see today. Praise God. A bunch of amazing, beautiful people and that's exciting but but in the last couple of two, three to two years two to three years we've been we've been praying and through a revelation of Isaiah 54 uh, that God spoke to us about enlarging the place of our tent and so we've been praying okay God what does that look like and we've just we haven't tried to rush ahead we've just been going God what does that look like and so and the, and and then the Lord opens up um, the the Mosgiel church and so in our Mosgiel, we met this morning out in Coronation Hall with 60 people there. Uh, one, new, one new family. 
we're in, we're in, we're enlarging the place of our, our influence and our, our ten. But here's the thing: is um, we've enlarged, but to enlarge it means that we have to use all those stones now and move them around, and we're back down to ground one, the ground zero. Praise Jesus. I think thank the Lord that we've got a whole lot of flexible stones here right now, flexible people. But, but what does that mean, though? It means that, there, that there's a new cycle, and so the, 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 the work and the effort that we all put in to build to where we are as a church, we've got to get a new revelation and new strength to be repositioned and now build at a, at a greater influence and a greater capacity. And, and we're still going to have to put in the, the effort. We're still going to be yoked with the burden of the Lord, so it will fit. It's not going to be ill-fitting. Yeah. We've been t- learning about that a little bit. And so as a church, we're going forward, uh, believing God's going to lift up a great, continue to build the church in Dunedin. Michael Maiden prophesied about four locations. I'm not in the hurry. <laughs> but but we've, got to, we've got to hear the prophetic sound. We're going to like, okay, what, is, what does that mean? So we've, we've got to talk about the culture of the church and who... Who are the who's gonna who's gonna carry the culture of the church? Who's gonna lift up and who's gonna put, be, be able to put weight in behind the culture of the church? And it's and, and here it is, it's us. It's us, it's you, it's me, it's 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 all every single one of us. And so so in the next year or so, we're gonna continue just speaking about who we are as a church, believing to reach out, believing to be hospitable, believing for valuing people, loving people. And uh, we're just going to believe God's going to do a great thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Before I get into the message tonight, am I already over 14 minutes? No, that can't be right. Ah. Thank you, Isaiah. Give Isaiah the clap. He's in the... (laughs) He's in the locker. He's in the cupboard. Give us a bang on the wall if you're listening. Oh, oh, there it is, there it is. Phew, he's awake. It's a great team to be in on the production team. You, you can be in there and snoozing away. No. Um, but before, before we get into tonight's message, and it's much similar to this morning, but I've got some different illustrations and stuff, um, I want to talk about Tonga. Uh, Tonga is just, oh, unbelievable. Just so, such a, talk about the joy of the Lord. I love Tongans. I really do. Um, actually, I like all the Pacific Island nations. I've got some friends who are Fijian, Pastor Tico. Uh, I've got some friends who are Samoan. Um, I've got some friends who are Tongan. But I love all the, they're just so much, so much fun. Yeah. They, they just laugh at everything. It's, oh, it's just yeah. awesome. And, um, but we're in Tonga and connecting with the church there. And, and they're just doing amazing things. I've, I've, it's, it's a bit rough, and, but I've, I've taken a couple of uh, quick little videos with my iPhone but I just want to show you, and I, I believe you're going to pick up just what God's doing. I'm going to explain through it. And so um, I haven't given the guys any order, but here we go. There's about four or five of them. Just uh, if you can play one of them, that would be great. It's all right. Just a little bit further around to the right, when we went there in 2013, was our outdoor shower. <laughs> it was co-ed. One guy forgot about that. <laughs> it was your dad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he was washing like he was at home anyway. <laughs> but, and unfortunately, too young. Anyway, um, 
Um, anyway, going back to Tonga. Tonga, this is just great. There's, so there's a great, great, just to see the joy and the kids playing there. Let's uh, play another one, that'd be great. So that, that classroom there was built uh, at the beginning of last year, and it, it withstood the, uh, the cyclone that went through. And uh, we, we'd given a lot of money into that as well as a church. Um, at our story, in fact, you'll hear more about the amount of money that we've given, but just, just what they've done there is, is, is amazing. And that's the, um, that is where the high school students are. And so just got lots of classrooms. They have a school now of 250 students with a waiting list of 200. All right, play the next one, please. It's all good. So um, just that picture there, just leave that up for a moment because um, I connect with this a whole lot more than probably all of us because I went over and did the original. Luke was there. In fact, that's where Luke met Ginny. Another great reason to go on a missions trip. Um, but this, this is... And you guys will appreciate this. Um, this, this, is, this is the rebuild of the building that was destroyed in the cyclone. And so this, this is part of that whole, I don't know if we can play that one again, Isaiah, that'd be great. I know I was a little pixely, but um, from this end here. <laughs> Does anyone know what I said? They're actually saying thank you, equippers. All right. Um, so that's, that's like a 40-meter-long building. Um, and they not only re, they, they tore the whole other building right down, they, they extended the, the patio out and they re, refilled it in so that floods no longer are going to go through the school and they built it up. They built that at, at the beginning of the year as well. Um, and the, here's the thing is they had a little bit of money, but that whole building cost them $100,000. It was $100,000 right there, and, and they have just done an amazing job. It really is a miracle that how they've pulled it all together, how they had, they've done it all locally. It's been, no, it's been small missions, trips, but not a lot. It's all locally, and it's all amazing, and uh, it's, it's just a miracle, a real miracle on how God has just enabled the local people to, to rebuild that. Um, and we've given them a whole lot of money from equippers, like a whole lot of money, but they're still short. The blocks, uh, the building blocks there, they still have a loan of $30,000. But you know, my heart as a church when we come to our miracle offering is that we, we tithe on our miracle. We tithe on the income in the church. And so we tithe that and it go, goes into what we call our global impact budget. And our global impact budget is money that we give out to different various needs and different circumstances. I'm really believing that we're gonna be able to tithe on our miracle offering. I, I wanna see us be able to put $10,000 towards those blocks because that's what I'm believing for. I'm really believing that we can help them out in this way because this is who we are as a church. And really what the school's doing is so so amazing and so great. They're, they're, they're coming up to their first generation graduating. They're from year one year through to year 13 graduating. And what God's doing in their heart and sowing a seed, the, the spirit of God that's coming alive in them, they're not just from a moral point of view, but also just a spiritual point of view. The, their education level is off the chart. Their pass, to, to pass over there, they've got to get over 80%. But they teach them to believe and they help them and they all achieve that. It's, it's just so amazing. They are literally, they are changing a nation through a long-term strategy, generation by generation, and you and I get to partner with that. 
we get to partner with that. And that's why um, uh, the second, the, the week after National Conference and the school holidays at the end of, in, in October sometime, Pastor Matali and Lavender are going to be here. We're going to get to hear them, see them. And so just great. Just great. We, we partner along with many other different um, ministries around, around the world. India, India missions trip is in November, the 5th to the 15th. It is definitely not too late to sign up for it. But again, with Pastor Manu and Dina, what we do there with Francesco, who's going to be here in um, Rome, just what God's doing there as well. We partner with that. You partner with that. Why? Because we just carry a generous heart and we carry a generous spirit. Now, let's just. Play the next couple. This is inside the building that they rebuilt. Just, just amazing, the, the heart, the life, the culture uh, that we're part of, that you're part of. And so I want to encourage you through this uh, as, we, as we talk tonight and as we go into, into the miracle offering and the life of the church in the next couple of weeks. We've got Pastor Bruce and Helen. Um, you know, we support Bruce and Helen and what they're doing around the world. Um, it's, a, it's amazingly influential what God has opened up through Europe, uh, just with what, what, what Bruce has done. You know, Bruce stepped out on a, on a prophetic message saying, you know, God said, wherever he puts his feet, he's going to find great influence. You know, the nation of Germany now, we've almost got five um, potential churches in Germany. Um, more, more potential churches in the UK. They've got, they've got five locations right now, could possibly be seven before the end of the year. Um, what God's doing in Ghana, connecting there with, with the, the, the apostolic leader in Ghana, which is Pastor Aaron. Just what God's doing. And, and, and it's over like 100,000 people in that movement in, 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 the, in the continent of Africa. And so um, we, we get to be part of that. You get to that, be part of that. And so I want to encourage you with this tonight. I want to I share a few thoughts that I shared this morning. And then I want to share just another illustration, a different illustration, but um, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for what you've already done. But Lord, I pray just as, as a church, we are enlarging. As a church together, I pray, Lord, also individually we're enlarging. That, Lord, something would grow in our spirit to believe for more, to believe for a greater impact to believe, Lord, that you'd be, that would, you'd, you'd, we, we would become uh, stewards of, of even more of what you could trust us with. And so, Lord, I pray tonight for every person from young to old, Lord, you've got something great for us to be here for. And so, Lord, would you use us for your greatness and for your glory in Jesus' name. A amen. I want you to grab your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 6, verse 45. <coughs> and it says this, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from, a, from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. It's, a, it's, a, it's black or white, really, isn't it? Unfortunately. I don't like black and white scriptures because it makes me have to change some areas of my life. I don't know about you, but black and white scriptures like, well, with a good person, what comes out of my mouth is pretty easy to tell whether it's good or whether it's evil. Uh, you know, and so uh, with this, but it's, it's fueled from what is in your heart. 
out of the heart flows the issues of life. And so I want us to talk about our heart as a church. I want to talk about our culture as a church and who we are. We're people, you know, even, even this year, um, rightly or wrongly, there was a, there was a, a, the Anglican church separated and the new church was Pastor Stu or Reverend Stu Corson. They started Hope Church here in Dunedin, um, just an offshoot of the Anglican church. We were able to support them as a church. Churches supporting other churches. You know, we had a whole lot of sound equipment that we weren't using. We thought, hey, you could have some of the sound equipment. We gave them a small donation just to say, hey, believe, just get up off the ground, get things going. Why we're here? Because out of our heart as a church, we want to hear, see the gospel of Jesus Christ noised. We, we, we are not every person's flavor, and nor should we be every person's flavor. Uh, but what we want to see is we want to see the kingdom of God established. And so um, we will try our best to support all those uh, the, the, the church of Jesus Christ and, and our nation. And so out of our heart, I want to say we never, ever will bag another church. There's no competition with another church because that's dumb. You're just competing against the kingdom of God. What, who, you're gonna, what's up with that? But, you know, stuff can come out of our mouths and then, oh, did I say that? Oh, but that church down the road. Why? Why do we say that? Why? Because we, we, we grow up with this, with this our mentality and my mentality and, a, and a, I mean, some, sometimes a competitive mentality and all that. But when it comes to the kingdom, we're not competitive at all. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, you know, anything to be competitive about is just about how many people you point to Jesus. That's a good thing to be competitive about in a great way, not, not that it overcomes, not that, it, not that you get any status from that. It just means that we're outworking the call of God that is on our life. How many people did we pray for? How many people have we loved? How many people have we supported? How many people have we cried with? How many people have we laughed with? It's not a statistic that we, we, we often write down and nor are we going to start that. But oh, as a church, we, we, we want to, we wanna, that's the heart, that's our culture. I pray this, that tonight every person in this room feels valued. That's our heart as a culture. We're trying. We're definitely trying. We want you to feel valued. But also, why don't you be part of the value package? It's like, be part of the package that helps value one another, because out of our heart flows the issues of life. Or I don't have any time. Well, there's an issue. Well, I don't, I don't know if I really like doing that stuff. Well, there's an issue. Is it good or is it evil? Or is it, is one way to say, is it, is, it, is, it, is it outward looking or is it inward looking? And so I want to encourage us and challenge us as a church. We, we really have to go in. We are at a new season, a new cycle that we, are, that we continually need to be outward looking. We continually need to be drawing people in and say, hey, why don't you be part of this? Get into an e-group. Get into an e-team. Why? Because we want to see people loved. We want to see people valued. We want to see people uh, pointed to Jesus. You know, a lot of the times we, we read that, we read the scriptures that God knows the desires of your heart. Well, God does know the desires of your heart. We also read it as God, God will give you the desires of your heart. I wonder what is the desires of your heart. It's actually, it's more written like this in Psalm 37 and verse three to four. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. 
then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. It's not that God doesn't know the desires of your heart, but sometimes we read that scripture as God knows the desires of your heart. But the scripture is actually saying, if you delight in the Lord, then the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Because what happens is when we delight in God, our our desires become more like His desires and not more inward looking, they're more outward looking. And when when our desires line up with God's desires, of course He wants to give us the desires of our heart. But it challenges us to go, man, am I inward looking or am I outward looking? When it comes to life, life is about living a kingdom perspective life. Everything that you, the job that you have is a kingdom perspective job. What you do every day is a kingdom perspective. But are we inward looking or outward looking? There's times I believe that we should be inward looking because I believe God wants to bless you. God does desire for you to be blessed. God does desire for you to, for you to, be, to live in prosperity and all that. But also, though, are we looking outwards? Are we looking at those uh, that Jesus died for as well? Um, so what's your plan? Does it have a kingdom of God in it, or is it filled with the kingdom of self? It's a real struggle. I'm not saying I've got it down. I know what I like. I know what I'd like to do. You know, I, I think, man, one day, she did this this morning, it'd be great to have a Lamborghini. <laughs> then I thought about it. No, it wouldn't. Too hard to get in and out of. <laughs> Way too low. It's like, oh, getting down there. It's too hard. That's why I've got a car this high. I just hop in. It's great. But it'd be too hard. But why, why? Just because it'd be cool just to drive fast? Really? Will, come on. What's going on? Do you know what I, del- what I really want to delight in? I want to delight in my family. And I do delight in my family. But what, do you delight in your family? Do you, do you, do you make decisions that, that you know that are going to put self back, behind and put family in front? I was going real quiet tonight. But, you know, I'd I'd love to uh, have a, you know, large, like the largest, the largest flat screen TV in in our little room. And I was talking about it with my son, Jake. He's like, should we get another TV? (laughs) Like, let's go into the shop and see what's the biggest TV they have. And let's get a sound system in here. And we're talking about it. I said, there's one problem, son. He's like, what? He goes, we've got to get it past mum. <laughs> See, some things you're not even going to get past mum before you get them past Jesus. <laughs> but God doesn't want you to live miserably. But the Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And it is. Talk to anyone who gives. You talk to anyone who, who, who's generous in their life, they're just like, oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Who's that person at Christmas time who loves giving gifts? Who's that person at Christmas time who loves getting gifts? But let's be, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. 
again, the culture of our church is there's a code. And I, I want to uh, show an example of the code of really what Jesus says to the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 23. Um, it says, great sorrow awaits you, verse 23 of 23. You religious scholars, and I'm reading it from the, the, the Passion Translation, sorry. Um, you religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds and pretenders, for you are, are obsessed with peripheral issues like in, insisting on paying meticulous tithe on the small herbs that grow from your garden. These matters are, are, the, these matters are fine, yet you ignore the most important duty of all, to walk in the love of God, to display mercy to others, and to live with integrity. Um, readjust your values and place first things first. It's a great scripture, isn't it? But it's this tug of war, it's a struggle. But as a church, we're building, and I'm saying, come on, more people, let's build that foundation, let's go wider, let's live our life generous. Like right now, did you know that the, the team for Mosgill, they're up at 6 a.m.? Just, just sharing it right now. They, they get out there, they pack in, they set everything up, they lie, they, not, they laugh, I mean, they don't lie. But the, the, they, they, they welcome people in. They do sound checks, all that sort of stuff. And what? There's joy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not that we in the city, we don't get to do that. We partner. And so I'm saying, hey, if you want to go be part of mission, go out and help set up 6 a.m. It's the easiest mission trip you'll ever go on. You just have to set your alarm. But it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. You know, we're celebrating. We had one new family in church this morning looking for a church. I don't know whether they're going to stay or not. I'm, sh I'm sure they will because uh, they've got great people out there. But man, that, that's what we're there for. But it, it takes generosity. It takes a whole lot of effort. And it, it, takes, a, it takes a heart running after God. But, but we can be, sometimes we can be lost in the, oh man, we've got to make sure we tithe our 10% on the herbs of our garden. What? <laughs> Amazes me too. Like when, when we give tithe down to the 0 0.06 cents. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's a, well done, like you're very astute. But I'm like, let's not, but let's not miss out on the weightier matters that Jesus is talking about here. The weightier matters are, do, are we loving people? Are we walking with me? Do we display the mercy of God? Now, as a church, have we got it all figured out? Not at all. Not at all. But together we're trying. Together we're walking in what God has called us to walk in. And so I'm saying, get involved. Be part of the life of the church. Don't wait to be asked. Don't wait to be, oh, I'd never be good at anything. Just, just say, hey, I'd love to be involved somewhere. Where could I serve? Yeah. I mean, and we have got people who will snap you up. Yeah. <laughs> but let's display mercy to others. Let's live a life with integrity and readjust some of our values in a place. See, there's a code that Jesus gives us to live by. We're, we're always rewriting code. We're trying to, trying to get to that place where we're adjusting stuff in our life. In the book of Matthew, there's the Sermon on the Mount, chapters 5 through 7. And you read through that, it's just a whole lot of code. Hey, if you live your life like this, the Beatitudes, 
And then it talks about other things, forgiveness. It talks about giving and prayer and fasting and, and, and a whole lot of other things. You, you read through it, and man, if we could align our heart and become generous like that, man, what, could, what would God do with a church like that? And I believe we're a church running after God. I believe we're a group of people just believing for God to, to grow bigger in our, in our city. And so there's a code. And so our challenge is that we live our lives and we adjust our lives. It says there, readjust our thinking and we live to this code. If you need help readjusting your thinking, we've got people here that will help you. We've got people here that will pray with you. We're not here to judge you. That's why Jesus says in 1 John 1, 7, when we bring, bring it into the light as Christ Jesus is in the light. If anyone judges you and uh, well, come and talk to me, please. Strong on it. We don't want to judge people. We want to love people. This world is getting harder and harder. It's like the media giving different people a hard time. You know, in fact, just a little vent. I've been persecuted all my life for being a Christian. So there's no media channel highlighting that, is there? But uh, <laughs> I've, I've been called a Bible basher. I've been called a number of things. I've had bricks thrown at me. Oh, you poor Christian. No, blessed are the persecuted. That's what it says. So don't whinge about it. Let's just get on with life. So we live by a code. Let's get along with life. And the code is to really, really, really let Jesus rewrite our code in our life as many times as it need be. And uh, for you, for me, he'll, he'll do it for you. He'll do it for you. I believe there's people here tonight that God just is going to just come and just rewrite some stuff. Just say, hey, you can do it. You can do it. There's a conduct. So there's a code that Jesus calls us to live by. It's a code of grace, a code of love, a code of righteousness. But then it doesn't matter if there's a code unless, unless we choose to then conduct ourselves in the way that God would call us to conduct ourselves. And I love the story in Genesis chapter 8, verses 13 to 22. We're not going to go through the whole lot, but I'm just going to pull out a quick, quick few scriptures. <coughs> it says this, Genesis 8, 13 to 22. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, Ten and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, and you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat and all the large, small animals and birds came out and of the boat, pier by pier. I want to I want us to think about some stuff for a second here. It says that the Lord said to Noah, leave the boat. All of you, leave the boat. Just think about that for a second. Just think about that for a little like journey with Noah here. Have you ever built something that's taken a long time? It took a year, it took over a year to build the ark. It took a long time. 
I know some, some people are into model things. You know, take this precious and, you know, and moving things. And all, all that happens to me is that these nubby things get full of glue. And I start, like, I've got bits and pieces everywhere. And then you're trying to paint something and you end up, yeah, anyway. But, um, but you know, or, or is it, have, you ever, have you ever built something that, you, that God has called you to build? And then for a year, you, you walked in it, and a year, you worked in it, and a year, it, it, it satisfied, it, there it served you. But then there's a point now with the ark here that the Lord has said to Noah, now leave the boat. Just give it, just leave it. But God, do you know how long, how long I've been, I put, how much time, and effort. Do you know the arguments I had with the elephants trying to build those uh, big beams across the top, like pull now and push there and all this? Sorry, I've been watching the movies too much. But And, and we get into this place where we have this godly wrestle with something that God has enabled you to build, but now it's the season where he's saying, hey, give it away. Give it away. I got a friend up in Auckland. Uh, he's a great friend, and he's, and he's just someone who's, who, who knows he's called to finance the kingdom of God. And he, he's built up an amazing business. But you know what? He's just sold it all. Just gave it all away. We didn't give it away. He sold it. But it's something God, like over years and years and years, he's just sold it. He has moved into something else that God's called him to move into. But he was able to, like nothing, he's not precious about anything. And the Lord said, leave the boat. Goes along and it says, says, hey, release all the animals. Release the animals. But, you know, when I've been walking around the boat, Noah, during the night and all that, and I looked into Daisy's eyes and she moved back at me and I was like, it's all right, just a little bit longer now. We're going to be on the dry ground, so there's going to be more grass out there and you'll be fine and... You know, the relationships that I've built with some of these animals and go over and talk to Leo the lion and he keeps me warm at night. <laughs> but he says, no, go and release all the animals. Release all the birds, the livestock and the small animals that scurry along the, along the ground. See, if we, if we don't learn to release stuff, then, then the, 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 uh, the function of what has been released will never happen. I'm so glad that Noah released all the animals. Because like I said this morning, we'd all be vegans. If Noah kept all the animals, we're all vegans right now. Nothing left, nothing to eat, nothing good. No, just lettuce, lettuce, more lettuce, more sunflowers. But what if you didn't release something God called you to release? I'm challenged in this as well. I know it's a little, uh, I've been a little bit silly, but, but sometimes we hold on to stuff that God's called us to release. Now, I challenge students all the time, come on, release your time. Oh, I don't have enough time. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. We've got a number of leaders that have gone through university. They will tell you, they will help you. Just, everyone who's done a university degree, put your hand up. Look. <laughs> Go to them. Seek wise advice. 
You honor God, He'll honor your time. It's simple. And it's a principle that you'll hold through the whole of your life. Um, but we've got to learn how to release stuff. The good thing about it is so that they can be fruitful and multiply. Do you know that God's got something in your hand right now? Whether it's, whether it's your time, your treasure, or your talent. Are we going to choose to release it to God? Are we going to choose to surrender our lives to Jesus? It goes on and then it says that, there, uh, 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 that Noah sacrificed the approved animals for that purpose. And then the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground. There was a sacrifice that led to God making a decision that never again cursed the ground. Why? Because someone released it. Someone obeyed. Someone walked out the, the call of God on their life. I want to tell you today, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But you just got to choose. Do I want to walk in this conduct or not? There's a code that God's given us to live by. Jesus has given us to live by. But then we choose whether we're going to conduct ourselves in that way. In Luke chapter 10, there's the story of the Good Samaritan. What, what was Jesus highlighting here? He was answering, in the context, he was answering a question to, to one of the teachers of the religious law saying, who, who, what, what is the golden rule? What is the greatest rule? And it's to love God and then love your neighbor. And he says, well, who is my neighbor? And, and Jesus tells this parable. But really what he's highlighting here, and he, and he highlighted a number of things through it, if you, if you go and read through it, just around who the, the priests and the Pharisees were, or the, the teachers, the, sorry, the priests, and then he names the priests. But then he just talks about the Samaritan here, and he says, you know, what he's highlighting is the Samaritan, uh, he's highlighting the conduct. He's saying, hey, he, the Samaritan went over to him. The Samaritan soothed the wounds with olive oil and bandaged them. The, the, the Samaritan used his own donkey where he put the injured person on the donkey and then walked that person to the place, to the hotel, to the, 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 the innkeeper. The Samaritan was the, there who said, hey, I'll pay for this person to get better and, if he's, and I'll come back and I'll check on him. The, the Samaritan, there was a conduct of love. There was a conduct of grace. There was a conduct that this person lived by. And so we can have a code but how good is it if we don't conduct ourselves in the way that God will have it? We know the road code. But how good is it if we don't conduct ourselves on the way of the road code? So we have a code and then a conduct. And then the last thing and I want to share is a thought with us is that do, the, do, the, do then do we have a construct? Do we, do we use our lives to then construct good things out of our life. And there's, there's a Nehemiah chapter three. Nehemiah here is, he's got this, he's got this burden on his heart because the walls of Jerusalem and city of Jerusalem has been destroyed. And he's like, this is not good. I need to go back and I want to, I want to see God, like the glory of God come back into this place. And so long story short, he gets, he's allowed to go back and there's something that, there's a code in him and then there's a, there's a, there's a conduct in him that he had courage to go and ask for, the, for the, the openness and the ability to go and do it. You need to read the story. But then he gets to Nehemiah chapter three and it talks about the next to him, the constructs. We need everyone 
to, to construct what God is doing. And in Nehemiah 3, it says that here, and uh, they dedicate, they set up a gate. Uh, Elijah, the high priest, and the other priests started to rebuild at the sheep gate. They dedicated it and set up its doors, building the walls as far as the Tower of the Hundred, which they dedicated in the Tower of Hanau. By people from the town of Jericho worked next to them and beyond them. Uh, was Zechura, son of Imri, and it goes on the fish gate, and then the city olds gate, and a lot of gates, and, the, and, and there's this person and that person, and they all got together. And there's a miracle that happened in 52 days, or I think it was 52 days, they rebuilt the walls. The re- why? Because there was a group of people that came together. They, they had got a code. They got something in their spirit about going, man, this could happen. Then they didn't just listen about it. They thought, you know what? I'm going to be part of this. I'm going to conduct my life the way that God called me to. I'm going to have to step into a bit of courage here. I'm going to. Oh, I don't. I don't normally do this stuff, but Lord, all right, God, let's do this. So there's a code and a conduct, but then it leads to a construct, and God will use you to construct stuff in people's lives. And this morning and tonight, we're going to do the same. But if you got your peace this morning, you keep it and leave, it, leave the rest for everyone else. But this morning, I gave everyone a, one of these. This is a very high value. Because have you ever done a jigsaw puzzle and got to the end and there's a piece been missing? Do you know how many stories I had this afternoon? How many people came up to me and told me about their jigsaw puzzle frustrations? There's a high number of people. In fact, the, 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 the record was five pieces missing in one puzzle. I was amazed. Felt deeply saddened for that person. <laughs> Sounded cynical, didn't it? Well, um, the frustration of putting a puzzle together and a piece missing. So frustrating. And, you, and, and, and isn't it amazing how you'll get up from your seat? You'll like shake your around like, where did I leave a piece of? You think, oh, maybe it fell in my shoe. You take your shoe off and empty it. And you lift up all the boxes and the packet. And, and you know what I'm talking about. And so you might be sitting here tonight going, well, I'm not very valuable. Well, I want you to grab a piece of this puzzle. Because we had a puzzle. I even learned why it was 504. Thank you. Because of the up. Anyway. <laughs> so our hosting team have, have got some bits of puzzle. And they're just going to let the baskets go along. And if, if you didn't get a piece of puzzle from this, this morning, whether you're out in Mosgiel or in the city, if you got, it's the same puzzle. It's not two puzzles, it's the same one. But if you didn't get a piece, I want you to grab a piece tonight. I also said if... There's someone in your world that you're praying for and you're believing for because they are a piece of the puzzle as well. We can't just be a bit of puzzle for ourselves. But I want you to take this piece of puzzle and I want you to throw it on the ground. No. I want you to maybe put a little bit of blue tack on it and put it on the fridge or put it on your steering wheel or just put it somewhere that is, you're going to see it. Because I want you to be reminded that you're valuable. I want you to be reminded that you're part of the picture. I want you to be reminded that 
It doesn't, doesn't matter how you feel. I mean, I looked at this piece. It's like, man, it's black and it's got a, like a little branch on it. Well, that's not very exciting. It is if it's the last piece. Because it makes the puzzle. You're exciting. In fact, we were looking through some of the bits and we saw this little sheep, part of the sheep space. Oh, that's an exciting piece. We found two corners. But you're, you're valuable. You're part of the puzzle. So just take the baskets, throw it along. Oh, <laughs> don't lose any pieces, though. But I want this to be a reminder. Maybe just flip it in your Bible or something. I want you to be a reminder. You're, this is a piece of the puzzle. You're part of the picture. You're, you're part of the wall. And we need you. Jesus needs you. Everyone in this room, Jesus needs you. I thank God that we're part of a great church. And you're part of a great church. We need you. I want to finish with, with an illustration. And, um, oh, thank you, Raquel. I wonder if there's a, this, the average family here tonight. Excuse me. Just dribble. In fact, actually, why don't we just use uh, Luke and Ginny? They're not, you're not an average family, but at least, you, you know, you're a great family. Let's use you guys. Would you mind just coming up here for a minute? Now, this, if you don't know Luke and Ginny, this is Luke and Ginny. They met on a missions trip. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, Luke and Ginny, they're awesome. They also have um, little Evie. Um, if you don't know her, you may have heard her. She's, she's got some lungs. She's awesome. She's amazing. She's beautiful. But um, these guys are a nice family, great, great people. Um, now just think that as a church, we're here to love and support them. We don't know. Maybe, well, let's, just believe, let's just pretend tonight that we've never met them before in our life. But somehow they've heard about who we are as a church. They're like, oh, well, you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna, to go along to equippers. We're just gonna we're just gonna go along to church. And so um they they get in their car, Mazda six <laughs> drive to church. Lamborghini. <laughs> they 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 turn into into Union Street there and they see some signs, you know, new to church, whatever. Um oh look we'll, we'll go there, cool. All right, that's cool. Luke's a gentleman. And he opens the car door and Jim gets out. And they walk in. They walk up to the doors. And so for us to be a church that's going to value them and love them, we, we want them to be greeted by some, some people who are going to smile nicely and welcome them. And so I, I just need two of the hosting team to run down here, please. Oh, look at this guy, you know. T-shirt shrunk in the wash. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Sean. 
All right, awesome. So if you guys stand on the back row, that would be great and awesome. So they welcome, welcome them in, and that's awesome. Hey, welcome to church. And oh, now we, now we, you know, hey, welcome to church. You can stand in the middle. You can stand in the middle. Um, oh, um, someone, someone who's looking after families and all that. Um, is there? There's a kids, kids, kids team. Kids and Katie. Yeah, Katie, come up, come up. All right, all right. Hey, and I, I see there's more, more kids. Any more kids team? More kids. Alex. Okay. Cause. All right. So, all right. So, hey, welcome. It's good to have you here. Yeah, all right. we'll show you around all that. Okay, you guys, go get to the back. This is going to be a long illustration. Oh, would you like a coffee? Yeah, I'd love a coffee. Trim flat white, cool. Coffee team, where are you? Sean. Hurry up, Sean. Sean comes up. Sean, welcome. Great. What did I bring a friend to? Phone a friend, right? Here we go. Welcome. Hey, would you like a coffee? What would you have? Would you have like hot tea or anything like that? Great, great. Awesome, thanks. Um, we need some... Um, Family e-group leaders, hub leaders, Jason, Tammy. Come on, hey, well, great. It's good, nice to meet you. Good to have you. Awesome. Find a seat in the auditorium, whatever. Okay, cool. Oh, now we, what are we doing? Oh, we need, um, we need a, a band We because we're doing worship now. So the band, band, jump up here. All right, in the line, in the line. We need you in the line first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raquel's allowed to be out of the line at the moment. Yeah, in the line, in the line. It's building my illustration. Right. And then, uh, oh, what else? Oh, we've got the band, Praise and Worship. We need, we need someone who's, um, who's going to preach. Desiree, come on. All right, cool. And how many, oh, you've got a couple of kids, so we've got the kids program done and, and all that, and so... We've got this now. Now, after after welcome to church today. It's great to have you here. You know, if you if you're new here for the first time, fill in the red church card. If, uh, if you've got that, go to the resource team and hand it in, and they'll look after you. So we need the resource team. It's only it's only two people. Yolanda, what are you doing? You've got no. Everyone knows that you have to be up here. All right. <laughs> Oh, she's comfy, she's comfy, she's comfy. She's all right, we respect. So, so that's cool, that's awesome. Oh, I also, you know, hang around because uh, we also do cheese and crackers and platters, hosting team. Right, and, you know, and by the way, um, you know, this is not a standalone church. This church comes under governance and, and we have elders in the life of the church. And so we need some elders and uh, leaders. So come on, Jake and Justine, come up here. Are we in the picture? And the thing is, a lot of you in your seats already could be standing up here. Because I know a, hundred, a lot of you served. A lot of you are part of the answer. This is just, we put this together. As a church, 
and we'll do it all for one couple. So why don't we, why don't we live our lives with a generous heart? And I know a lot of you do. I look at Helen at the back there. She's just quietly in the back trying to shrink down, but we notice you. We know, we, I see you in that green tearly top all the time, serving their kids, loving their kids. Other people, different people. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't acknowledge all of you, but this is, this is what we try and put together just to value the one. And we can give our time, we can give our talent, but we can also give our treasure. The team in Mosgill, rest of you guys, jump up, go, come on. Oh. We've worked so hard all day, we've been up since six o'clock. We're pushing out. We're pushing out. We've got another venue. So I need, I need, I need to double all of this. <laughs> if we doubled all of this on stage, there's not going to be too many left out there. But can you see what God's doing? Can you see? We, we've, we've got some e-group leaders and we do our best to love and pastor people. But I want you to be part of the picture. Be in the picture, but be part of the picture. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone on stage. Give them a hand. If you're a musician, stay. Come on, why don't we jump to our feet? We're, we're over time and we're gonna finish. But I didn't talk about it, but next to him, next to him, next to him, next to her, next to her, we're just slowly trying to build the gates, slowly trying to do what God's calling us to do but would you be part of the picture? Because I believe Deneen's worth saving. I really do. I really do. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your goodness on our lives. And Lord, as we run into the miracle offering at the end of this month, Lord, I pray that we just live a life of generosity. I live a life, Lord, that carries the heart and the vision of our church. And so Lord, would you lay, lay, lay something on every person just to live a life of generosity. And so Holy Spirit, just breathe. I thank you, Lord, for all these amazing people. I thank you, Lord, for that amazing picture before of so many people up here willing to serve just one person, one family. Because Jesus, you are one person willing to serve every person and every family. And Jesus, you did it all for us. So can we live our life all for you? Help us, Lord, to live to your code. Help us, Lord, to live to your conduct. And may our Lord, may, may Lord our lives then construct and build into your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.